0: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner, broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Welcome in sports fans to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney, Southeastern Indiana's longest running sports show, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza here in Beautiful. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful downtown Batesville here on George Street. If you drive by, blow the horn, wave, let us know that you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. And this broadcast is being brought to you by the aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, Garrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communication, Bronze Gutswilling, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. We have a jam-packed show for you today. So much going on in terms of high school athletics here in southeastern Indiana. We're going to hit the mat this evening with Batesville wrestling coach Curtis Miller. Then on to the hardwoods, talking to South Decatur's girls head coach, Kristen Hicks. Follow that up with Batesville's men's coach, Aaron Garrett, and then close things out. Uh, with the uh, Lady Raiders of South Ripley, their head coach, Matt McNew. But first, let's kick things off at North Decatur. Let's talk some men's hoops with head coach P.J. Metz. Coach Metz, welcome to the program. Hey,
1: thanks for having me
0: on. Coach, I got to tell you, I have been so excited about getting you on today, um let me let me run through some numbers and, and tell you why 17 and 4 on the season currently in the midst of an eight game winning streak you guys haven't lost a ball game since mid-january um won all three of your games last week um a big win over milan a big win at union county and then uh ninth on friday night all big wins But what I really want to talk to you about is not this past week, but the week before. You guys went out of conference, up in class, and went head-to-head with Batesville and East Central and came out victorious both nights.
2: Oh, and, and, you know, we we know going up against the the EIAC in general um, is always going to be a tough bout. Right. Um, You know, normally our January consists of Lawrenceburg and and East Central and Batesville. We used to have Franklin County in there. uh, And and we always knew, we always kind of call it the gauntlet. Yeah. You know, because we are, we know that we're going to have to bring our A game to be able to compete. um, And, you know, going up into that weekend, we we felt good with where we were at, Mm -hmm. um, knowing that we were going to see some things, hopefully, because, you know, Coach Garrett Coach Disborough both do a great job of preparing their teams, but hopefully they would throw something at us, um, specifically tailored to us that right. you know we see it, we can work on it and uh, that happened to be the case, you know, Coach Garrett in his two three zone, um he's runs runs it well. They've got they've got some length, some athleticism with big cool pride in the middle there. Um And I thought our kids did a really nice job Mm -hmm. of adjusting to it as the game went on. Um, And and in the end, we made enough free throws down the stretch to really pull ourselves out and extend and keep, keep things where we wanted to keep them. Um, and then, you know, going into that Saturday night against Coach Disbro, um, you know, they started out in a little bit of man, played some zone, and then went to a, a triangle and two that we had not seen yet this year. Okay. Um, so, again, that was a great opportunity for us to go back on film and, and really work with the kids. Um, you know, if, if we see this situation again, here's how we adjust it, right. here's how we attack it. Um, so, all in all, just a fantastic weekend for us as a program, for the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, we, not too many times we can we can say we walk out of this weekend with two W's. Right. Aside from the fact not seeing a triangle in two, and that's something that you don't see very much in in this
0: area. What are some of the uh, challenges that type of defense presents?
2: You know, um, obviously one of our biggest scoring threats is Lance Nobby yes. um, around the rim. Uh, and when you go to a triangle in two, a lot of times unless it's inverted, coaches will put two guys on the block. So mm-hmm. it really makes things. It doesn't take him out, but it makes things difficult for him. Um, and then they took their two chasers and they were chasing our two lead guards. Right. So, you know, the other two guys within our offense had to do a, a really nice job of getting into space, um, cutting to the open areas and making those three guys um, that were working that triangle really have to cover a lot of space on the floor. Um, and We made just enough plays down the stretch um, to where... You know, we started off a little rusty against it, Yeah. obviously not, not seeing it to work on it prior to that point. But uh, once we kind of got in a flow, um, I, it went into overtime, um, and we just kind of kept battling and kept pushing and uh, just made enough plays down the stretch right. to get ourselves where we wanted to be. I can talk to any coach
0: in America at any level, whether it be pro or, or amateur, whether it be football, basketball, whatever. They will all tell me the same thing. They just want to be playing their best ball come tournament time. And lo and behold, the draw is this Sunday, 5 p.m. Like I mentioned, haven't
2: lost since mid-January. Do you feel like you guys are playing your best ball right now? I I do. Um, This is a culmination of where we've been working towards since I took the job three years ago with this group, knowing that this would be setting up for a really good year. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, throughout this season, we've had some some ups some downs mostly we've been up and, and um done a lot of really good things with a very veteran laden group um but but like you said you know january 14th seems like such a long time ago yeah. played a lot of basketball since then and uh we are setting up here. Hopefully, we get a great draw and we can keep this momentum rolling um, into into March. Which you know that, like you said, it's the old coaching cliche. You want to play your best basketball at the end of the year, and and I do feel like right now we are as prepared as we're going to be. Um, obviously, you can find little things to clean up, but um, for the most part things aren't going to change tremendously for us drastically for us what we've got going we're having success with so i feel really good about where we're at right now yeah good deal yeah i i had a chance to see you guys in that stretch and i agree um you guys look really
0: really good i i had anticipated that that matchup cole pride and Nobby was going to be a good one and it was, was. Um, Nobby rose to the occasion um and it was just some really good basketball um you know again and to see that this time of year um it is great now as i mentioned sunday 5 p.m that's the sectional draw you can catch it at
2: ihsaatv.org you the team
0: plan on getting together for
2: the draw yeah we have the past well we have you know when i even when i was jv coach i, I think it's a great team building experience mm-hmm. you know you obviously you're together all the time you got when you're in between the lines and in the locker room, but sometimes getting the guys together outside of those areas are, are where you can kind of break down some of those barriers sure. and really, really uh, forge those relationships. But we'll probably get together in my basement, have some pizza, and uh, see what the IHSAA has got in store for us. Good deal, good deal. You and know, I were talking
0: off air, and <clears throat> depending on how closely our fans follow um, basketball, men's or women, you know, they've made some changes this year in the way that they're doing um, this run to, to state, whereas in previous years, and not to get too far ahead of still you've got to get a sectional championship right. first. But right. um, pre- in previous years, you, you win that sectional title, you go on to regional, you play t- uh, uh, two games, or it could be, uh, late, there's three games there. You could possibly play in two, but they've changed that now, making it just a one-game uh regional uh for the championship there and then it's the semi-state that gets the multiple multiple games just on its on its head what what's your take on on the changes there
2: you know i when it, when they were tossing around the proposal um i, I kind of had mixed feelings about it and then I, I really started to do some research with it um obviously you're not going to make everybody happy sure. kind of like what sure. we talked about but mm-hmm. i i am interested to see how it plays out this year um You know, as I think about some of the pros to it with uh, breaking up, coming off of a, you know, preparation standpoint from from a really heavily contested sectional and then turning around and having to prepare for three in the old format, three other teams you might potentially see in a regional now, it kind of... Slows things down, gives you a chance to kind of catch your breath and sure. prepare for one team um, going into that regional matchup. But, you know, if, if you're fortunate enough to make it through regional, you're going to be flipped that script right back to right. where you're going to have to prepare for three more teams. So, or sorry, two more teams to make your way all the way to state. Um, so, I am, I'm going to kind of have the wait and see approach uh, i'm curious just how the atmosphere is going to be how how do you know the school's going to travel with fan support and so on and so forth but i'm um, just kind of withholding my judgment until i see how it <laughs> plays out good deal good deal we'll hold you to that
0: we'll circle back later on down the road uh this uh friday night you've got shell uh southwestern Shelby on uh, the schedule there um, in order to c- continue this win streak that you guys are on. What are you going to have to do Friday night to get a victory?
2: You know, Southwestern Shelby is uh, another team that um, is young. Um, they're finding themselves a little bit. I know they, they've got three wins under their belt now with a, a brand new coach this year. Well, he was their JV coach prior, but Coach Ingles is his first year varsity coach. Um, and, and this is our opportunity to finish um, in the MHC at mm-hmm. 6-0. and um, we've already clinched an outright win in the MHC with Waldron beating South Decatur last Friday. Okay. Um, but you know our goal has been to go undefeated in conference, um, and we we feel really good about our game plan um, that we're getting ready to prepare for this week as a coaching staff, and, and the kids are. You know, it's not like we're at this point in the year Correct. and they're just kinda of burnt out and over it. They they want they're hungry. Yeah. You know, especially with five seniors knowing that this is it. Um I think if we can show up and be really efficient and keep our defensive tempo sped up to where we want it to be, I I like our chances. And and do you think
0: um You mentioned the five seniors do you think that is playing a big part in terms of how well you
2: guys have progressed throughout the the season yeah because they've all taken lumps together they've got chemistry together um and and they're they're really they're good on and off the court together and then and then you throw um you know our our point guard in the mix who's a junior and Mm -hmm. it's you know they're really really a together group right i guess i would say but but yeah i mean you can't I tried to i 've got a freshman that i've kind of elevated he's been playing straight varsity since our whole day tournament and mm-hmm. you know it's it's he's working his way in right? right it's funny when you watch him out there on the floor, those other six guys yeah. move with chemistry that's yeah. kind of unspoken sure he's still he's playing catch up to that so he's in a tough spot but but yeah, I mean when you got a group that's played together since they've been you know second graders yeah. you can't you, you can't practice experience you yeah. can't you know there's no secret solution guys that have played together and have that unspoken chemistry i think that goes a long way yeah no no doubt 100 percent agree with you there well coach listen um as i said i was so
0: looking forward to talking to you about it because you guys are just really on a tear right now we wish you all the best of luck friday night um good luck with the draw on sunday and uh can't wait to see what you guys do in the second season hey thank you i appreciate it all right that was north decatur boys basketball head coach pj metz we've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you in just a second. After this on Country 103.9 WRBI, online at WRBIRadio.com.
4: of life coach's corner delivered by
5: Ison's family pizza continues i want to thank all of our guests thank all of our sponsors thank guys for allowing us to be here thank all of you for listening in
0: from 103.9 wrvi and welcome back as coach's corner continues here from uh, live from Ison's Family Pizza, brought to you in part by the aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, garing's Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Um, as we mentioned, this Sunday at 5 p.m., you can catch uh, the live draw for the boys' sectional tournament. Uh, you can watch that at org and see exactly where all of our area teams will be playing, who they'll be playing, and where. Um, let's hit the mats now with Batesville wrestling coach, Coach Curtis Miller. Coach, welcome to the program.
5: Thank you for having me back.
0: So you can turn the page now on uh, this season, and, and safe to say, a, a rebuilding or a building year for for the program. Uh, but as we were talking off air, it sounds as though there's a lot of buzz and interest um, in the in the program. You'll bring back potentially about eleven wrestlers and, and be able to build from there.
5: Yeah, we had we finished the season with nine wrestlers competing, but we had two wrestlers that season ended on injury. I'm fairly confident that all eleven of the kids that were around at the end Mm -hmm. plan on coming back, along with we have seventh seven eighth graders right now. I'm hoping to get all eight of them or all seven of them on the team. And then I've even had a handful of kids late into the season reach out about potentially wrestling next year, maybe seeing that they can get in to the summer open mat workouts. Okay.
0: Well, good deal. Now, you've got a pretty special wrestler there on the squad, just a sophomore. Speaking of Max Amberger, he had an opportunity this past weekend to compete at the semi-state level after coming in second in sectional then second at the regional. He goes in uh, to semi-state this past weekend. How did things go there for Max Hamburger?
5: Um, yeah, we, we actually have a lot of special sophomores, but Max really stepped it up in the state tournament, finishing second sectionals. Second regionals really came on at regionals, getting a huge pin over, um, the sectional, over a sectional champion in the semifinals to get him. To the finals, where he lost one nothing to a pretty solid senior from Lawrenceburg, but yeah, at semi state he drew into a experience bracket with three other seniors, because you got to win your first two matches in order to move on to state. Right, and his little quarter, or quarter bracket that he was matched up when he's A sophomore, in fact he was the only sophomore in our semi state at the heavyweight weight class, uh, along with only three juniors. So it was a very senior heavyweight class to begin with. Sure. And he was matched up with three of the seniors and the wrestler he drew right off the back was ranked eleventh and had a prior victory over the eventual semi state champion. Oh wow. So it was I, I knew that was a tough match coming in, but we were able to kind of watched some film on him, was able to scout him pretty well. right? And it paid off because Max started the match off with a four-point lead. Caught the kid went for the move that we were expecting to do, and Max countered it, had him on his back. And from there, the kid kind of used his age and experience, to kind of amount of comeback. Um, we get into the second... Or, With about 20 seconds left in the second period, it's actually tied 5-5, and we have choice in the third, which is kind of huge in a tie match because then you kind of dictate how the last two minutes is going to play out kind of in scoring terms. Right. But he kind of got anxious went for a big move and kind of backed out of it, and the kid used his experience to catch him on his back. But he fought hard to not get pinned to continue the match. But at that point, he was down right. by five points. And in wrestling, at that point, you almost have to pin the kid sure. in order sure. to come back from that. Um, and he kind of knew that, kind of wrestled the third period with a I had to pin him mindset, right. opposed to, hey, I just got to score a point. Right. And that changes a lot. That changes what you decide sure, to do. Sure. Um, he chose top, which is ha- kind of hard to score points. If you're choosing top at that point, you're just straight up trying to pin your opponent, which he wasn't. He had, he had an opportunity where he almost had him on his back. But the guy was able... He, he At that point, he's just trying not to get put on his back. Right. And he was able to s- score a couple more points at the end. Um, but it was a... Re- I mean... Is a very positive experience. Yeah. Um, got the it, and once you get to the individual tournament portion of the season, it is very different than duels because in duels, when when we go to a Saturday meet, you'll wrestle matches within forty five minutes to an hour. Right. Where today on Saturday, uh, Max didn't step on the mat until two hours and forty five minutes after. Oh wow the meet started so he was already done warming up for almost three hours by time right the match actually started and for for, and that's the first time he's really had to experience that weight to wrestle yeah Yeah. because normally like right off the back like last week at regionals he wrestled his first match in 45 minutes to an hour same with Sectionals, and right. that's how it normally is. But right. when you get into regionals where there's six, it's a 16 man bracket, there's right. only four matches. You got to wait for yeah. every weight, especially being a heavyweight. Right, You're basically the last wrestler to wrestle each round. Sure. You, you got a long way ahead of your. You know. So
0: it sounds like, though, it was an opportunity for some games, gain, gain some, some really valuable experience that he'll be able to take with him into the next season, right?
5: Uh, yes, yeah. He, I definitely, at the end of that, felt very confident with two years left that he can definitely gain on this season. And hopefully that can rub off on the team. Maybe his experience he can give the other kids the right. kind of help motivate them to get to that level. And hopefully next season we're taking more – three to four kids the semi-state maybe even more so that that's definitely a goal to mine is to get back to where we're taking multiple kids to semi-state and i definitely think he'll be a big part of trying to build that back up
0: no doubt about it max amberger finished uh, the season his match win total uh, win loss record 33 and 8 and as we mentioned he finished second At sectional, second, at regional. And when you look at those championship matches he played in, uh, that he competed in, um, only lost those championship matches by a total of three points. So, uh, sounds like Mr. Amberger um, had a great, phenomenal season, as you said, just as a sophomore. And here's the thing. As I talk to more and more coaches, other sports, other discipline, even other schools, everybody is talking about their sophomore class. So it sounds like I don't know what parents were doing this.
5: Then. <laughs> I'll tell you, at least for Bateso, this is a pretty solid sophomore class. You look at the football team; this, I mean, that's a big chunk of what they're building there. Yeah. Wrestling team, we have six sophomores this year, and this, I mean. A good chunk of the sophomores, they were a big part of the team last year. Right. They're building that experience. And, I mean, next year and going into their senior year, that's going to be a big part of what we can accomplish in the next two years. And that sophomore class is going to be a big part of it for us. Yeah. As well as some of the other teams and mates so
0: well listen i uh coach i appreciate you stopping by coach's corner today congratulations on the season congratulations to all those individual athletes particularly uh Mats, max amberger and we look forward to what you guys do next Yep. Thank you. All right. That was head coach for Batesville Wrestling, Curtis Miller. And we have more Coaches Quarter coming up right after this. Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.
4: Your local Lennox dealer, Hurt and Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more.
3: Georges, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours.
5: You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Eisen's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI.
0: Coach's Corner continues here on WRBI. We want to thank our sponsors, Great Plains Communications, Bruns, Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Max Amberger, just a sophomore, um, and he was the lone participant uh, from the team to qualify for semi-state. They competed this past weekend, um, and he ended up, um, his match, he ended up losing um, to the 11th ranked Uh, wrestler in the state. So that's quite a handful for a sophomore with with very little experience going up against a very heavy senior-laden bracket, Um, but uh, sounds like he had a good, strong showing, and again, we look forward to seeing what Max and the rest of those young men do going forward. Joining us now, let's go back to the hardwoods as we talk to South Decatur Women's Head Coach Kristen Hicks. Coach Hicks, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Um, clearly, we would much rather have you having this conversation, not talking about the end of the sure, season. Yeah. But I must tell you, in that uh, sectional championship, you guys go up against uh, Jackson Dale, and perhaps the odds on favorite to win that sectional coming in. But no one told your ladies that
1: because <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that
0: was, you said to me in, when we, we spoke before the game that you felt like you had a good scrappy bunch and that they were going to fight. And boy, did they. That was a great game.
1: It was a great game. Yeah. Um, you know, we came in ready. We, we, we knew kind of what Jacksonville was going to bring. Um Scott always gets a very prepared team, so we, we knew that uh, it was going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really proud of how our girls came out. They played really hard, um, and you know we we gave we gave it a chance. Yep. Uh, we had some chances down down the stretch, and um, you know they played played so hard really throughout the tournament. Right. I'm, I'm just so proud of uh, um, really getting to that point. Right. Um. So, you know, it was a great
0: game, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and I think about the conversations that we had throughout the season, especially early on, you know, if I go back when we first spoke, you know, prior to the season even started, um, you knew you had your hands full in terms of building a culture, building a winning culture there. Um, uh, some Hadn't been a lot of, there's been some lean years sure, prior yeah. to, you know, prior to this year. So you knew you had your, your hands uh, full, but yet still... There you were, you know, in a championship match to an opportunity to win the sectional. I think late in that game down the stretch, it became a one possession game. Yes, it did. Um, That's just how close it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, certainly throughout this season, you know, we've had the highs and lows. And um, but, you know, you might be playing in February on Saturdays and that's where we were. You want to be peaking at the right time. And I felt like. You know, kind of the second half of our seasons, things started coming together. Uh, things started clicking. Uh, everybody was kind of fitting into their role. Um, so I felt like we were we were hitting our stride at the right time. Um, so I so I knew those last couple games of the season. Uh, you know, we played a couple really good teams in Switzerland County and Batesville and Trinity Lutheran, um, and we played those those games close. Yes, we, we played good games against them. So I knew we were things were coming together for us mm-hmm. um, at the right time and. Um, so, you know, coming into sectionals, you know, we had our hands full. We weren't looking too far ahead. At, you know, Oldenburg had um, gotten us in, you know, uh, earlier in the season. So, you know, we were just trying to take it one game at a time. And are really proud of how our girls played against Oldenburg and then went up against the tough Morristown team. who has got All a right. couple of really great athletes there. Right. Um, so, you know, really played a couple of really good games there. And like I said, Jacksonville um, – It was a great game. We had a couple chances um, towards the end there of that game. Uh, I think we were down three with a couple minutes left with the ball. So we had our chances. We played some really disciplined defense. We went a nice little run Mm -hmm. uh, early in that fourth quarter. Um, And, you know, kind of shots didn't fall for us. And, you know, we played three games in in four days. And that's really hard to do. And, you know, I'm playing we're playing man-to-man defense you know there right. it's, it's it takes a lot of effort and energy and um you know maybe kind of wore down maybe a little bit towards the end of that game but um just super proud of, of the girls and the effort that they gave
0: and, and i'm glad you mentioned that man-to-man defense because that's what was impressive um that your squad was able to play that style of defense all game long and they never let up, they didn't. you know. And it's and it started, And I, listen, I can tell you from speaking to the young ladies at Jacksonville, it was starting to wear on them. Sure. I mean that you know, just there was no room to breathe. The words that these are their words. They use words like uh, stressful um sure. they uh, uh nerve-wracking you know because yeah. they you know because they want they want to make the right play they sure. don't want to make mistakes but there was uh you know a cougar right there everywhere yeah. they turned so um that's what i thought was most impressive but at the end of that ball game in the locker room what was your message to to your squad
1: well they had a we had a lot to be proud of sure um you know obviously it didn't end the way that we wanted but um it was really important that they didn't hang their heads right um you know we we were not projected to win any of those games. Sure. Um, you know, I think it was important for them to know that they are part of the group and they can be proud of part of the group that's changing the culture of South Decatur girls basketball. Right. Um, so they have a lot to be proud of. Um, they shouldn't hang their heads. And that was kind of the message for me um, to give to them. And, um, you know, I think the important thing to know is that we're going to be back. Yes. You know, um, we've got a lot of good things, girls coming up programs building so you know it's just we couldn't hang our heads and um kind of look look into the future i guess right
0: you um you talked about the road to get to that championship and i just want to point out we're talking about um very proud basketball traditions at oa and morristown i mean these are programs these aren't just schools that they you know they just throw out uh you know five young ladies i mean these are very proud programs so wins Forget about the, the championship wins over OA and Morristown yes. in the same week. That's a big it, accomplishment. It,
1: it was. It was. A, we had a tough road to get there. Yes. Um, and and both teams played well. I mean, Oldenburg, he has put together a really nice program there, and they've got a couple really good athletes. And you know, I, I always take it back to to our defense. I mean, uh, we just played lockdown, and yes. we had Paige McQueen, uh, Michaela Summers, just in these girls' faces uh, for those three games, really given given pressure. Um, Paige McQueen did it amazing you know you kind of stick her on mm-hmm. on uh, their their best player and she did great but Michaela Summer she had to go you know she's post player she's she's out coming in mm-hmm. or she's usually down low but she was coming out playing on the perimeter on these defense so these girls they played really lockdown defense yeah. um and it was a it was a team effort but um you know, Oldenburg, they played great. We hit free throws down the stretch. Braley Sundle gave us a solid 14 points that game. Uh, Kylie Best, uh, she put up 22, I think. Wow. So really great efforts from them. And then in Morristown, like I said, they've got a couple really good girls, too. And and once again, I feel like it came back to really, really tough defense from our girls. Um, just really disciplined Um but uh kylie best once again you know she had 19 points michaela summers with 14 and everybody was kind of chipping in that game um so really just solid efforts uh because like you said they they, those are good programs Mm -hmm. um and they've both got good things coming up ahead so um those were really really important um just building confidence and um they are just, just great, two great games uh, leading up to that.
0: Yeah, and even in that, that championship game with Jackson Dale, Reagan Hughes, their leading scorer, all but shut her down. Um, and that's not something that happens um, on a night to night basis. Reagan Hughes, uh, right. you know, in her own right, a you know, phenomenal uh, athlete, and usually gets hers. Sure. But not sure. again. But not against the Lady Cougars.
1: Well, once again, you know, uh, we put Paige McQueen on her, and kind of the mindset that we gave her was um, every shot has to be contested. Yeah, we can't give her anything easy, um, and that's what she did. She mm-hmm. gave, uh, you know, she gave her trouble all night long. And, and like you said, he's a great basketball player, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, so I'm really proud of Paige and how she handled her. But you know, unfortunately, Jacksonville—they've got a couple threats, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you know our, our girls did the best they could on, on them. And like you said, you know they were in their jerseys all night long, so it was—it was—it was tough. They played really great defense, but you know they've got. Myers and and Neal, um, two two other great girls, um, mm-hmm. and uh, once again it kind of made Michaela Summers come out and play um, play on Meyer there out on the perimeter, and she's a great player. I think she put up you know twenty some points, uh, right. and and sh- you know you you shut down one, but another <laughs> one comes up, and um, you know that's what that's what you get when when uh, you go against you know them.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Let me ask you this: as at least from where you sit as a coach, do you do you gain any solace knowing that game went that way against not just the sectional uh, winner, but the eventual regional winner, and they're headed off the semi-state? Sure. I mean, do, do you find some solace in the fact the team that took us out, well, they're still playing?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, for us, you know, we have to realize that, you know, at least in my eyes, you know, it shows that we can play with anybody. Exactly. You know, um, we kind of have to have that mindset that um, – you know, we, we gotta be competitive in every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, and sectional and, and even, I hope this opens our eyes for regionals that it's not some like far off distant thing that right. can't be accomplished. Right. Right. I mean, it's a, it's an attainable goal.
4: Certainly.
1: Um, so I think seeing Jackson Dell, who we played competitively against, um, accomplishing those goals of theirs, that it's not some crazy thing that can't be accomplished. Like we can certainly, right. you know, put a, put a sh- string of games together and go on a run. And, um, you know, I, I'm still confident in, in what we've got coming up ahead. So I think it's important we don't hang our heads and um, know that we've got to build upon this for next right. year um, and kind of have that same winning mentality uh, going into next year.
0: Oh, I, I can hear in your voice. I could tell you wish the season started next week. <laughs> oh, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I tell you what, I think our girls are hungry, too. You yeah. know, they're excited. I think there is a shift that's going to, you know, that's already happening. Right. So yeah I'm I'm excited but you know I think they are too and before you know it we'll be back in the gym yeah, so
0: No doubt about it. Well coach again, thanks for for being with us here tonight and again really sincerely I just want to congratulate you and your squad on an unbelievable season, and not unbelievable in the sense that we didn't think you could do it or that you thought you couldn't do it, but just unbelievable in the sense that when we think about the journey itself, where you guys started out from, just, you know, well, we got this one, two more, and another, we'll see what happens, and then, bam, there you are on championship night. That's Again, I think that's phenomenal.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate the support you've given us all season, so thank you.
0: Coach, we will definitely stay in touch and be back with you uh, next year. Do it all over again.
1: Sounds great. Look forward to it.
0: (laughs) All right. That is South Decatur Cougars head women's coach Kristen Hicks here on uh, The Coach's Corner. We'll be back in just a few moments with more on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com
3: you to
4: go find it. Hey, la, hey, la, the, pizza rock. the Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single-topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's hey, hey,
5: Rock.
2: Close by. Back to more Coach's Corner,
5: delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. We all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI.
0: And welcome back to Coach's Corner, brought to you in part by SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Decatur County memorial hospital we wish uh the lady cougars of south decatur all the best of luck here in the off season and look forward to seeing them um, back uh next season they finished second in conference play and then made it all the way to the championship game the championship round for uh their that, that sectional and really uh, really, really performed well. Had a chance against the Eagles uh, with uh, under two minutes to go down to a one-possession game. I think they were down by three with the ball in their hand and an opportunity to tie the game up and maybe make some noise going heading on down the stretch, but that's not what happened. Um, and just a, a great experience for all those young ladies. Uh, Coach Hicks as well. Look forward to seeing what else they can do. Let's Spin the calendar forward briefly. A couple of things um I want to point out to you. We will be with that aforementioned Jackson Dale Lady Eagles team as they compete at the semi-state semifinals. That'll take place on Saturday, ten A.M. Um their site location is New Albany. They'll be taking on Bloomfield. Now, as you may recall Um, after the regional champions are crowned, they do a blind redraw. And in this redraw, uh, Jacksondale drew Bloomfield, who quite honestly, I mean, if you want to get caught up on what's on paper, um, Bloomfield has the lowest win total of the four regional championships. I don't know if that means anything or not. Um, I know they all but dominated their opponent to win. They won 40, 19 over eminence. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, but we will have that game for you 10 a.m. on Saturday. Should they um, be victorious in that game, they'll play a second game that night um, uh, at the same location uh, there at uh, New Albany. And I thought I had the uh, participants on the other side of the bracket. But if I run across it, I'll bring that to you as well. Uh, the other thing I want you to look forward to as well is, as we mentioned, Sunday night, 5 p.m., it'll be the boys' drum for the boys' tournament, and you can watch that live, ihsaatv.org. It'll start at 5 p.m. and then on that following Monday, that's next Monday, we'll have a special Coach's Corner. It'll be our boys' sectional preview. We're going to talk to as many coaches as we can jam into Isons and, um, and give you all the lowdown on what you need to know to get ready. If you fill out brackets or if you just want to come and watch great ball ballgames, um, check us out next Monday. We will have that. Speaking of which, joining us now on Coach's Corner is Batesville's men head coach, Aaron Garrett coach Garrett welcome to the program
6: thank you Terrence. I missed you this past week
0: yeah was, listen, I was they, listening they, they they got a stretch too thin I haven't gotten that clone thing worked out just yet so um I I hate that I was unable to uh, check you guys out. I did see some some tape of the east central game and and let me say this you 14 and six five and two in uh the EIAC and you guys are putting together a nice little win streak here Um, but I saw some some film on the East Central game and and you tell me either one or two things is happening either you're going to tell me that they're really getting it and just having fun or they're just living high on this euphoria of a win streak. I don't know which one it is, but what I saw in that little clip was some young men that are really enjoying the process and enjoying uh, what they're doing. That says
6: to me, oh, yeah, they're getting close. Yeah, I would agree. I like how we're playing. We've got to take care of turnovers. I'm going to hit that very, very hard in the next two weeks as we get ready for tournament play because the third quarter, we did. We came out Saturday and you last Thursday – we were missing you because you were at Connersville doing East Central Connorsville. So you right. know what kind of game that was. East yes. Central had a two-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, So no surprise there, right? Coach Disbrow is an experienced veteran, very good coach. He's going to have his kids ready. And that's what we had to face on Saturday afternoon. Um, we came out. So we finally got the start of game solved. Right. We're, we're doing a much better job in terms of starting the game. We, we started the game well Thursday at Rushville, too. But Saturday came out. Ball was moving. Um, East Central's throwing a lot of different defenses, from a two-three to a three-two to a matchup to a triangle and to a box and one. And we worked on some things uh, Friday. Just so our kids wouldn't flinch, mm-hmm. and I'm always one. I've seen junk defense played against us when I had Colt Ryan when I first started as a head coach. So. Big thing is, is just to get some things in place where the guys are comfortable. Right. And we have the luxury now is you can you can chase one or two guys, but we've got guys sitting on all cylinders. So we had six different guys hit three-pointers with Gus Prickwit and three of them. Wow. So in terms of different guys filling it up, we're, we're there. But we got to get that turnover part figured out and quickly and it's it's i'm confident it's just a it's simply concentration and attention and detail i'll give you one example big smooth does a lot of things for us but we had an, an entry from the sideline he gets it they're not even closing out on him yet and i catch it on the other sideline and i shouldn't be catching the basketball game during basketball during a basketball game right? right right so just we've we've just got to get slowed down a little bit mm-hmm. and because they had 25, 25 points off our turnovers. All right. So, Terrence, we do that in March. It's going to be a very abbreviated March run for us, and these guys are too good for that.
0: Uh, agreed. Agreed. You just mentioned in terms of the different defenses that East Central threw at you. You mentioned the triangle and two. Second time we've heard that on the program tonight. So I will. I'll ask you the same question. Not a defense you see a lot of in. Uh, you know, EIAC basketball. But so for our listeners who've never seen or even heard the term Triangle and Two, what challenges, I mean, each defense presents its own, but what challenges specifically
6: does the Triangle and Two do? Yeah, and East Central, they decided to play it against um, Cole Pride and Sam Johnson, which was one of our guesses going into the game. So that means they've got a triangle, and usually in this one, in this situation, it was a traditional triangle, not an inverted. So you had a defender at the top, of the key, two defenders at the blocks, and they're chasing and not leaving Cole Pride and Sam Johnson. So what we did is we we attacked the odd front with an even front. So I brought two guys up and just moved them around. Whether it be, and for us it was Gus, Kate, and Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Jack start in the post, but Jack can come out, Kate can go in the post. So you just want to give them spread out. We had a chance to hit some threes there. We turned Sam into, and, and Big Smooth, too. We moved Cole more on the baseline, where Sam was more on the perimeter. You just screen and rescreen. You become yeah. the screener because, obviously, the defender's not leaving you. Right. You're going to screen for the other defender to get the offensive player free. And then as they have to help off that, which they invariably do, then a Sam can shape up, a Cole can shape up and square up, kind of get some looks that way, too. And we were able to shoot him out of it. Right. And, I mean, one player member is some of the – diagonal passes skip passes from jack to gus in the dead corner shot so that starts to eliminate some of those things you can do because guys are hitting from different angles good deal good deal uh this friday night you've got morristown
0: they've clearly had a challenging season only only uh one w in the uh, win column for them um you know, I'll use your words. You, first off, you got to win the games you're supposed to. Clearly, you're supposed to win this game, um, and then it's uh, time for the draw. Um, are you guys getting together uh, this weekend for that?
6: Yeah, I'm going to back up first to Rushville because I'd be remiss if I didn't highlight at least one player from the Rushville please, game. Please, please. In Rushville, they're they were honoring their band. So there's a 15 minute delay, and they've got their band is incredible, especially in that very old high school gym. That's awesome. Yes. And it came out as only a 13 point game and a half, but. We were we were hitting the ball well and they were they'd pierced our zone a little bit and were scoring. But at the end of the game, Terrence, Jack Grunkmeyer ended up with twenty six points, only missed two field goals all night, went two for two from three, and had fourteen rebounds to go with it. Good. So right, two headed monster where yep, you got to deal with six eight, but Cole was eating him some threes. And Jack was cleaning up some of the misses from the perimeter, getting a lot of rebounds, giving us a strong post-presence so we could then continue to pivot those two guys in and out of there. And guys just went with them. All those guys, all of our guys, all six of them played at a pretty high level Thursday. So from 13 and a half to, I think, it ended up being a 32-point victory. And then even Saturday, I think we're up 23 and a half. We got outscored 21-10 in the third quarter. So we we're on our heels a little bit. And I'm, I'm sure some of the uh, fans in the stands were wondering what the heck I'm doing. Because I deliberately set, stood there and did not call a timeout. Right. Because a timeout, I was going to basically say, take care of the ball. At right. some point, these guys had have to have to figure that out on their own, and they did. Now, in a turn-up game, it's going to be a different story, of right? Course, of but course. we came back and we actually extended the lead in the fourth quarter. I had a pretty dominant fourth quarter to win by 25 against, as you saw, Thursday, Connorsville, very well-coached, hard-playing Central game. And then now fast-forward this week. And watching film on Morristown yesterday, young coach, a good pedigree, um, was with Coach Lynch at Brownsburg the last couple of years, so mm. very well schooled. He's been with some other coaches I respect, too. They're just, in, in a 1A school, you're going to have that, those dips, sure. ebbs, and flows of talent. Sure. And that's where they're at. Now, they play hard. What I saw in the two games I've watched so far, they, they just simply can't get to the point where they can finish possessions, mm-hmm. but they're going to play hard. Our job's going to be to go down there, try to press them early, have run our solid defense once it gets to the half court. Offensively, they play a 2-3, so we should be well-skilled at attacking that and keeping the shooting going. We, we've, hit, we've hit 13 threes, 9 threes, 8 threes. We want to keep that going as the tournament hits, so... I'd be awfully disappointed if we didn't win at town and, and win in some de- dominating fashion in terms of what we can bring to the floor. And then, Terrence, the, my main confidence comes from just how our guys attack everything. Yeah. Even our, even our segments in practice. I mean, they're going after each other as we, as we balance at varsity versus varsity. So we'll take care of business, I'm confident, on Friday night. Then I will have the guys over to my house on Sunday for the sectional draw. It's a fun, fun time. And of all years, I mean, every year it's important. This year, it's it's the draw is really, really important because yeah. just the caliber of teams. Yeah. Um, you're going to have, what, four teams roll in there with 15 wins or more, I would think, by then. Yeah. And good good coaches, good teams. And, of course, it's a conference tournament outside of East Central not being involved. <laughs> right. So, tough task there, but it'll be a fun time to get the guys together off the floor, have them over for the house, and just get to hang out with them because – What's, what's already on my mind and, and sad is I've talked to Cole Pride about it. I mean, Cole's down to two, his final two regular season games. Yeah. It goes that quick so you want to maximize all the time we can spend together and then that'd be a fun time to get off the floor and just, and I just kind of sit back and hear their, listen to their conversations. Right. Right. In terms right. of all the years I've coached different guys, same kind of conversations, just different guys having them and it's fun to be a part of. And is that, for you as, as the coach, I had this thought
0: this weekend and was watching um, uh, a, pro, a Netflix program, Last Chance University. I was watching the basketball season and I had this thought about, you know, when you make it to the tournament time or you get to this part of the year, as a coach, every game is maybe the last chance that you have with this team. Gr- granted, you're only graduating one, but with this team as it's constituted right now, you know, you're starting to count down. This is the last opportunity I've had with this team. This will be the last chance i have to impact these young men.
6: Do you? Does that start to creep into your mind at all? It does from the get-go. As I When we start this season, this is Team 103 for Batesville basketball. There'll never be another Team 103. Yeah. Right? And we're, we're going to be losing a very big piece in a double-double machine with Cole Pride, who's a very, very important part of it. And these guys love each other. Yeah. Right? And I, I don't care if we would have these same guys back next year. Team 104 will be different just because yeah. the pieces will fit together differently. There'll be different guys involved, etc. So, yeah, it's always on my mind. And, and you know how this goes. We've heard this when we were younger. Just things like this, as you get older, brings more importance because time's fleeting. Nothing is promised. Right. So you don't want to take any of it for granted. And these guys get it. And the way Cole's been leading us lately, you can you can tell it's important to him. And as this draw happens, I love this time of year because we're getting through February. Usually February is pretty tough to get through. This group continues to be a dream to coach. I'm not, I'm still not coaching effort. Sometimes that really has to happen in February because it's just brutal. Yeah. But now when the tournament happens on Sunday you just get a, you get refocused energy, you get a vigor to you because now you know your path, right? right? And now we got to really dial down. And I'll be honest with you this week, we're spending time on sectional opponents in terms of what sectional opponents have done to our zone defense we'll go through those reps all week thursday we'll spend a little bit of time on morristown it'll be the same next week as we go in the shellyville game then we'll know our path we will monday tuesday wednesday we'll be working on sectional opponents sure um a little bit on wednesday we'll work for that for shellyville on thursday he'll be good shellyville solid so it'll be a good game to end the year but it's gonna be a lot of concentrated effort on our sectional opponents going in well coach um as always we appreciate uh your
0: time with us here this evening um have fun this weekend with with the guys in the draw uh good luck friday night and uh, we will talk to you monday
6: in our sectional preview coach if i can i'm gonna give you one last thank you batesville high school hosted a special olympics basketball tournament okay. i think it was called the hoosier hoosier shootout so it's the first time in this area that special olympics have done that it was outstanding so a lot of the kids from the garris camp were playing but I mean, there were teams from Monroe over by Bloomington, wow. um, all over this area. And you talk about pure joy playing the game of basketball. Right. And Terrence, the thing that I, I've been telling people the most is, let's say you and I were playing in the game yesterday. Right. Time after time, you take a shot or miss a shot, me as your opponent. Good job, good job. One time the game was stopped because the opponent's shoe was untied. And the kid on the other team stopped the game so he could go get his shoe tied. Can okay. I bring all that up to say, Love it. It really it really filled my spirits yesterday, but I'm proud of my guys. I had a handful of guys help officiate. Now, mind you, Double Weekend, they're teenage boys, and they were giving up a lot of their hours on a Sunday to, to make that event happen. That's awesome. So just love them, proud of them, and, and that was a special event yesterday to see some of those kids. Thank Good. you, Terrence. Coach, thank you. And that was Bulldog Head Coach Aaron Garrett with us. And we have more Coach's Corner
0: as we continue right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. radio.com com.
3: And rock's back, and you hey-la, hey-la, pizza you go find
4: it. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the pizza rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's pizza, pizza Rock.
3: Does your foot or ankle pain slow you down? Having practiced podiatry in southeastern Indiana for more than 15 years, Dr. Amy Jelenic has a wealth of experience helping people treat issues related to their feet. Her areas of focus range from foot and ankle trauma and arthritis, to tendon repair and complications caused by diabetes. Dr. Jelenic sees patients at her office located on State Road 129 in Batesville. To learn more, call 812-932-4700.
4: You rely on your internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work, and learn from home. So don't settle for anything less than the best. Great Plains Communications brings you fast, reliable services delivered by our high-capacity fiber network. Brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected. Speeds and availability may vary
5: by location. Coach's Corner, delivered by
0: Ison's Family Pizza,
5: continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9
0: WRVI. Coach's Corner continues. Here on Country 103.9 WRBI, thanks to Isen's Family Pizza, garings Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Uh, the draw for the boys will be again this Sunday, 5 p.m. on IHSAATV.org. Uh, you watch it live there. And then on the following Monday, a week from tonight, we'll have our sectional preview. We're going to jam-pack all those coaches in to let you hear directly from them. Joining us now, um, staying with the hardwood, is South Ripley women's head coach, Matt McNew. And coach, we'd love to be talking to you, not talking about the end of the season, but talking about a continuation of the season. Um, you get the sectional championship, the o- uh, ORVC third straight sectional title, um, and then you head into a regional that you cannot describe as anything other than a meat grinder that's absolutely correct yeah we were just talking about that and you
7: know when you go into your regional and you've got the number one team the number two team and the third team in it is the team that's got the only win against the number one team so you know it's it's tough um you've got to be really prepared and
0: and just hope for some luck in those right right um so it's it's the north knox uh team there that was down in in crawford county talk about the experience though for uh the young ladies being able to get the sexual title third in a row and then then head down there what was the mood what was the attitude like that weekend oh it's
7: great um the the older girls have been through it obviously since this is the third year in a row and you know they expect certain things to happen and, right. and they know it's fun and they know we keep it light. Um, we head down Friday. They do a walkthrough at the school for all the kids to see them and send them off and then we get down there and we have practice and then when we come back to the hotel, um, we have a home catered meal from mm-hmm. rolling pan there in Versailles and the parents come down and serve the the girls and we all sit around and uh, actually watch the boys play every year oh, yeah. so we pull that up and the girls all sit around we watch the boys support them from a long ways away but right. we're still watching so it, it's it's yeah. a good it's a good weekend uh the 2 hour trip back home is always a very quiet one it, when mm. you especially when you don't come out the winter you right. know but not a lot of teams get to go so that's sure. one way we look at it and uh um, getting out of our sectional this year was a huge accomplishment for my group. Sure. Um, so I was proud of them. I think they had a good time. They were happy with the season. Obviously, you don't want, you want to end your season in a win,
0: right? You know, because right.
7: that means you got it all. But uh, we didn't, and but I couldn't
0: be more proud of them. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to to you, Coach personally about the changes that they've made in the format with with the, with the regional. Before you know, you'd play the two games, and the winners mm-hmm. would play in that championship game that night. But now it's just the one game. What's what's your take after going through it now? What's what's your take on the new format?
7: Uh, honestly, when they first changed it, uh, I didn't really have an opinion on it because
0: you you don't you haven't done
7: it yet. Sure. So, uh, but after going through it, uh, I like it because it gives everyone. A better chance of being a regional uh, champion, you right. know. Um, and I honestly believe that it will be, will bring bigger crowds to the semi state. I think that was a part of the issue. Right, weren't having very big crowds for that. Um, but I, you know, I think it's hey, we got to play one really good game, right? And you're in the, into the semi state, yeah. You know, and that's an area that a lot of people, a lot of girls that went through the program haven't been. Sure. So it gives you that. Just that one good game yeah. is all you need, you know, and uh, I think it, it gives you a little more hope. So I, I, I don't have anything against it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was definitely an interesting twist, and it was hard for me to get my, 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 head around it. Um, but yeah, I kind of, kind of, just kind of watching it play out. I definitely kind of agree with you. You know, you're instead of because that that re, that was a grind. Oh, yeah. And even and I even thought it was somewhat unfair to the first session team. Because if you played in the first session and won, I don't know what you do until 7 o'clock that night. Yeah, and some of the areas that the regionals are held in,
7: you have that issue. <laughs> yeah. you got to find something to do. And it, it's even the second game. Yeah. You know, um, first game gets a little bit of an advantage because they get to rest a little bit if you can find a spot to do that. Right. You know, um, but we we're literally two hours away from home, so you, you know you can't go back home. Yeah, was, so yeah. you've got to find a place, and you you got to feed the girls, and you've got to you know. So it was, uh, it was very tough. Uh, now semi state's going to be that
2: it's way. It's going to be the same one. Yeah, right?
7: yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I think by doing it this way, you might see some winners come out of the semi state into the state final game that might not have made it there. Right. You know, so I think it is giving some, you know, teams a chance
0: that might not have had that chance. So. So we look back at the season, coach, a 16 and 10 season. You go into that regional game on a five game uh, win streak. and, And as we mentioned, it was the third Uh, sectional title in a row at this point now that's the expectation it's not necessarily a goal that's an expectation (laughs) once you once you start to stack up three in a row (laughs) hate to tell you but let's talk about uh the seniors because you're you're going to lose some uh some 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 great leadership, obviously, on the floor, and um, some just some super student athletes, and Caitlin Samples and, and, and Emily Flood. Uh, talk a little bit about what they've meant to the program over their time there. Yeah, this is this is a hard topic for me right now. Yeah, um,
7: because this group of seniors started when I started, so they were a freshman when I started as the head coach, and my daughter's on that group you know so emotionally you've got an attachment there um but i couldn't ask for four better seniors that to lead our team uh the reason we won those five in a row was because they have a no-quit attitude right and and it's teaching the younger kids you know that attitude as well and it's clicking towards the end of the season and i owe it all to those seniors uh caitlin samples has been actually the two you mentioned caitlin and emily both uh Playing with injuries, mm. they don't. But they didn't make excuses. Right, right back on the court, playing as hard as they can. Right, um, so you know, without those seniors, they they've been through the three sectionals that that they won and been in that regional. So it's kind of a calming effect for the rest of the team as well right. because they've been through it. Right, and you know, when you see how they are reacting to things, then the rest of the group kind of follows that. Um, of course, Caitlin led us in just about everything we had to lead <laughs> in this. This uh, this year, and then flood wasn't far behind. But then my other two are my daughter Maya McNew, and you know she'll even tell you. I believe one of the post game things, you know, she's not there to score all the points. She knows that, right? But she's out there, in a hard nosed, getting rebounds and making the assists, mm-hmm. doing what she's got to do, you know, right? And uh, the last one's Lexi Mazingo, who is really a first year, you know, full time varsity player. Right. So um, she was learning her role and and. And as a great kid, and did a good job for us when we stuck
0: her in there. She did what I asked her to do most of the time, and that's what you gotta have. Right, right. Um, so even with that in mind that that you got these these four young ladies that you know this might be the last time they ever lace them up, and you're in that locker room after regional after uh, after the loss. What was what was your message to the girls? Uh,
7: what, blow my nose, wipe my tears. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's it's no different with this senior group than it was, you know, the past two senior groups. But I do tell them, you know, I appreciate everything that they have given in, you know, the past four years, but tomorrow when they wake up, Mm -hmm. the sun will rise, you know, there'll be another day. Right. And you give that old cliche, you know, but I tell them, take their time while they're in the locker room, cry it out, hug it out, do whatever they need to, but they don't come out of the locker room until they're done. mm Mm-hmm. To where they can walk out with their heads held high. That's right. Uh,
0: because they should be proud of what right. they've done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and too, like you said, I mean, when you really just sit down and you look at the teams that are in that re- – I don't know how they put that regional together. I don't either.
7: <laughs> but, I wish they'd change it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, when, yeah, when you look at it, I mean, you're playing some, you know, the upper echelon of, uh, of, of, of basketball, of two-way basketball, in, you know, in Indiana – Again, I don't know how they're all in the same region. I don't either. It's crazy. It is. It is. So, yeah, they definitely don't have anything to to hold their head down about. You guys had a a phenomenal season, and you gave yourself a chance. And like you said, not everybody got the opportunity, but South Ripley did. So, uh, congratulations there. Um, Well, Coach, listen. It's off season time now for you. I, I don't know how long Is that it? really lasts. I, I don't know if that's just just another cliche or if there's really an off season. Um, but listen, we want to thank you for for all that you've done in terms of being gracious with your time throughout the season. Again, we congratulate you on uh, the sectional title once again, and it's expected now. And yeah. uh, listen. Um, we look forward to doing it again. I can I can almost hear it in your voice. You wish the season would start next week. Yeah, if I was allowed, we would have them back in there. You
7: miss the girls, really. I mean, right. I woke up and went to work this morning, and I was like, what am I supposed to do the rest of the day? Because you know? you're always playing and practice or right. you know, preparing yourself for games or whatever. So it, it is different, but uh, we will be back in there pretty soon. And um, hopefully I have everybody come back um, from last year, and we've got a few coming up from the younger ages to get them in there and, uh, learn the system. And, and like you said, it's expected that's puts a bullseye on your back, but, uh, that's what we're here for. Okay. Uh, we're here to win that sectional and do what we got to do to get to it. All right.
0: Well, that was South Ripley lady Raiders head coach, Matt McNew here with us and uh coach again thanks so much and enjoy the offseason (laughs) well
7: thank you very much and i I do want to say thanks to wrbi for covering all the games through the section on everything uh rob moorhead and brian samples did our games and they do an excellent job and i know a lot of people at home
0: appreciate it when you're that far away Good deal. Good deal. Well, we enjoy doing it, no doubt about it. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us uh, this week here on Coach's Corner. Again, I'll thank our sponsors, and Family Pizza, Garing's Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communication, Bruns, Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, make sure you check out the boys sectional draw Sunday 5pm and then definitely make sure you're back with us next week same time same place as we have the boys sectional preview show for you we're going to talk to as many coaches as we can cram in here at Ison's next week so from all of us here at WRBI including John Hile back at the station John thanks so much for everything that you're doing there and myself Terrence Arney and in the words of the Hall of Famer himself, he always said, you've got this trust and believe in yourself. This has been Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI,
3: Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.